The following episode contains adult content and violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, Legacy fans. Our network, The Tales of the Forgotten, has a full slate of shows we want to produce after Legacy ends. Visit our website, talesoftheforgotten.com, or click the link down in the description to learn about our upcoming shows. Legacy, a Star Wars audio drama. Created and produced by Crystal Storm and Hannah Cardiac. Episode 19. The easiest way to get to the Gormax was to get captured by Gormax. I had intel on one of their patrols, so as soon as we broke out of the Nightmare Lands, we let them spot us. It was risky. The Gormax might have killed us first. But when we demanded to see Racklin, claiming to have news about the Voss he'd mounted an offensive against, they'd taken us prisoner and dragged us back to one of their camps. We got thrown into the cell. Big whoop at this point. When I demanded to know how long it would be before we got to see Racklin, my response was a nice one to the temple. They left us with a guard and nothing else. I had a feeling time wasn't on our side, but there wasn't a whole lot we could do about it. Tana and Vancito tried to get some rest. I didn't dare close my eyes. As soon as I did, all I saw was Mako. I missed her. I missed her so fracking much, I didn't even know how I was functioning. It was like a blaster to my heart that just kept shooting, leaving me alive to deal with the seemingly never-ending pain of her loss. She was gone. Gone. So some crazy fracking mystic I didn't have any beef with could destroy the Force because the Republic and the Empire had picked the wrong planet to try and coerce. In between my anguish, my rage got me so hot I could barely stay inside my own skin. I paced there was little else I could do. Nothing takes away that pain. I glanced at Calio. She was sitting with her back to the wall looking at me. What do you know about it? Enough to know booze dolls it in sporadic burst. Sex only makes you forget about it until you come down. Killing people feels good until you look at the corpses and remember it all over again. And time? Time just tortures you until you get hard enough to live with it. I touched my chest, glancing down at the blaster shot I'd taken that had gone through Mako. I'd always have a scar, a reminder of what I'd failed to do. My brows creased. She was my wife. I should have protected her. Can't protect people, you know that. Sometimes you win, sometimes you just lose. I knew enough about Calio to know she was a badass. Pretty hard herself. She had a reputation all of her own and rightly earned. But there was something heavy in her voice that made me think she knew exactly what I was feeling right now. How long? Four years, seven months, five days. Four years. The thought of living without Mako that long was a kind of torture I couldn't even begin to deal with. I sunk down the wall and landed in the dirt next to her. I don't know what to do with myself. I want to remember her and I want to forget her. And I just... 
I just want her back. That's love for you. You'll survive, bounty hunter. That's your curse. Do yourself a favor and don't bring guilt into it. I knew she was right. I also knew it would probably be a lifetime before I forgave myself. Hopefully, it would make me stronger. Though, if I checked out in the next few hours, as selfish as the thought was, I can't say I would have been sad about it. So long as Tana and Vancito got off this rock alive, at this point, I really didn't care what my fate was. I can tell you shit about your sister if I'll take your mind off of it. Why not? I dropped us out of hyperspace about an hour away from the start of the Voss Don't Come Near Our Planet Zone. I'd been about three seconds away from turning on the stealth cloak, turning off the comm channel, and getting ready for the fun part of our little mission, when I got an incoming transmission. Where is it coming from? Tython. If it's that bitch Zarin, I'm going to force choke her through the hollow image. Andrew chuckled and followed me to the main hold of my ship so I could snap on the hollow terminal. Can't say I wasn't shocked when it wasn't Zarin who appeared, but Doc. Doc looked like hell. He also looked... confused. What the frack do you want? Something's wrong with Zarin. Oh, you don't say. No, no. Listen, just hear me, all right? You got 30 seconds. The day the temple exploded, that very morning, she asked me to marry her. Okay. That was unexpected. No way Miss Jedi Poster Child had started up their fling again. Are you bullshitting me, Kimball? No. I got a message to meet her outside the Twi'lek settlement. When I get there, she doesn't have her lightsaber. Zarin always has her lightsaber. She tells me she quit the order and that she wanted us to try again. She wanted to get married. Hmm. Okay. Say I believe you. What happened next? It got crazy. There was an explosion, I got knocked out, and when I woke up, Elijah was kneeling over me asking me where Zarin went. She disappeared. She was not on Tython. I'm positive. Elijah would have found her if she was. Did you ever see who attacked you? No. Never. Just explosions. When Zarin comes back, she does a complete 180. She tells Nadia that Larissa killed Elijah. Tells me we can't be together and that she's got to go to war. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold the frack up. Larissa did not kill Elijah. Your girlfriend did. Not only did she kill Elijah and send Larissa the hollow recording to prove it, but she killed the kids too. No. Yeah. You got played, lover boy. Reed, something's wrong with her. While she was talking to me, I kept, I kept hearing her voice in my head. You heard a voice. No, I heard her voice. It was weird, like a fuzzy comm transmission. I couldn't make it all out. Well, form a sentence, Kimball. What does she say? Tell Reed they're alive. Something about the real mystics. Blocking something, and then something else about destroying something. All right. I'm following a lead. I'll let you know how it pans out. You have to help her, Reed. This isn't her. I know it isn't. She wouldn't have killed those kids, and she wouldn't have killed Elijah. She ain't real high on my priority list, Kimball, but I'll follow up on this. I shut off the connection. You believe him, Rhea? Maybe. Miss Goody Two-Shoes is acting real Sith-like, and despite the fact that I hate her, she ain't a Sith. 
And Jedi just don't go killing people unless they can't help it. Of course, he could just be yanking my chain. Pull up the recording of Zarin fighting Elijah. Andro headed over to the controls and brought it up. I centered my gaze on the two fighting figures and used my cybernetic eye to clean the image. Zooming in on Zarin. What are you looking for? That's not her lightsaber. Are you sure? I'm fracking positive. I know my sister. That is not the right hilt. It's not hers. So, assume Kimball was telling the truth. Zarin gets snatched like your niece and nephews do. Elijah goes looking for her. He finds her, gets dead, and so do they. You saw Zarin kill him, though. Doctored footage, maybe? A small glimmer of hope peaked my excitement level. Kimball said, tell Reed they're alive. They might not be dead. That's why Zarin didn't show it, because the bitch was lying. Could be Voss mystics are behind whatever the hell is going on, which is why Gaden Co. went to see Elijah. Either to warn him, or to set him up. Oh, those fracks. I never did like those assholes. Nobody likes the Voss. Better call Erasa. And tell her what? She just destroyed a planet. Only three things are going to rein her back in, and that's her children. We better find them before she blows up something else. Get your crew ready. I'll take us in. You're always looking for an excuse to fly my ship. He stepped into me, gave me a quick kiss, then headed into the cockpit. I watched his cute little swagger for a minute, then I went to rally the troops. When I got planetside, the first boss I saw was going to get it. I don't know how much time passed with us stuck in that cell. We saw a guard once who gave us water to share and plate of some crap I didn't even bother eating. I gotta give Callio a lot of credit for helping me not wallow in my misery during our confinement. I even caught a nap. It wasn't dreamless, but it was rest, and when I woke up my head was in her lap, and she was watching me with an amused yet unreadable expression on her face. Before I could open my mouth to apologize, though, we heard actual voices in the hallway. We all got to our feet as two men I didn't recognize stopped in front of the bars. Holy frack! Gorbak Zack! That's the boss's family! Get them out of here! We did not know. Gormak Zack immediately took down the barrier. Who are you? Name's Scratch. This is Gormak Zack. I work for Boss Daklin. Aunt Reed. I wasn't surprised she had an operation here on Voss. In fact, we probably should have known. Good call on our part seeking the Gormak out, I supposed. The entire underworld is looking for you guys. Wait till she finds out I found you. And hey, can you leave out the whole cell part? We need a comm and fast. There's information Aunt Reed has to hear. We don't need a comm. Boss Daklin is on the way. Before any of us could react to that piece of good news, the bad shit started going down again. We'd just taken an elevator up to a second floor when an explosion reverberated throughout the complex. Gormak started shouting, grabbing weapons, and running towards some point in front of us. Gormak Zack grabbed one of the Gormaks speaking in their language. What's he saying? The Voss Commandos are attacking, and they brought a mystic! One of their future tellers? So? They got magic powers, man! 
Some people say they can mind control you. This isn't good. This is actually bad. Really, really, really bad. We're going to need our weapons now. Gormak Zack nodded. A few seconds later, I had a new pair of blasters and was following a line of Gormak. It was a mess towards the front of the facility. Lots of Gormak in the doorway, and from what I could see, a few squads of Vos Commandos were closing in. No way the Gormak could hold them off. Got reinforcements? Not that we'll arrive in time. Scratch. Scratch looked like he was going to have a panic attack. I snatched him by the front of his shirt and shook him. Scratch! What? You know a back way out of here? Uh, wait. Yes. Yes. All right. Tana, go. I'll buy you some time. Get the hell out of here. You're out of your mind thinking I'm going to leave you behind. He's right, Tana. Lenkor and I will stay. You take the skinny one and go find Aunt Reed. Tell her what's happened. Tana hesitated. I knew she didn't like it, but I didn't intend to give her much choice. Before I could open my mouth to shout at her, though, Kalio stepped in. Better work to your strengths, Agent. I'll watch their backs. Take him, Tana. Go. Fine, but you better stay alive, both of you. Let's go scratch. I nodded. Truth be told, I was just looking forward to hurting as many of these Voss as I could. I watched Tana and Scratch take off and turned my attention back to the chaotic front line. Let's freaking kill them all, Van. Vencito released the laugh of a warrior who loves the battlefield and twirled his lightsaber once. <laughs> Come, brother. Do you want to live forever? Not anymore, I thought. We charged. I was standing in front of my hollow terminal. T7 stood next to me. On the hollow image was General Var Suthra, General Garza, and Master Caden. It's a goddamn mess down here. Had to have been one of her stealth shuttles. The body just fell out of the sky, covered in explosives. When the chemical plant blew, it took out half of Labor Valley, and now the gas cloud is spreading to other sectors. If we don't come up with an answer to her stealth fleet, we're going to lose this war fast. What we need is to stop the problem at its source. Where is Emperor Vera's? She's not hiding. Imperial Com Chatter says she took the majority of her army to Balmora. In my little mind prison, I sighed deeply. During my time on Corellia, there had been a chemical factory the Empire had taken over to start work on a powerful bomb. I'd gotten to the factory before the Empire could finish it, and we'd liberated all of Labor Valley, where hundreds of factories of its kind were. Unfortunately, once the Republic had taken over, they continued building the bomb the Empire had started. It was the perfect target for Larissa. An utterly merciless act on a planet the Empire had lost that the Republic needed. She was driving us into a bottleneck, right to Balmora. It wasn't just that she didn't want to hide. She was ensuring I had no choice but to come. It was such a bitter irony that my sister had become the thing I'd accused her of being before we defeated the Emperor. Maybe it wasn't just the boss. Perhaps I had a great deal of culpability in what had transpired. I hadn't approved of Larissa's turn towards the dark side. I hadn't had a chance to even begin to reconcile the path she'd chosen. Only the knowledge that I'd wanted to. Perhaps mind controlling me against her hadn't been so difficult. It was a bitter thought, and I shoved it aside for now. I had to cling to the hope that my message had gotten through to Doc, that Larissa's children had gotten off of Voss and were on the way, that my sister hadn't crossed a line that she couldn't come back from. 
we cannot allow her to begin manufacturing her droids at the arms factory. If she's on the ground, she won't hide from me. I believe it's time for the Republic to rewrite the Battle of Balmora. I had helped the Gormax rebuild one of their factories by providing the manpower and supplies for them to do it. In turn, they had built a private landing pad for my ship on the roof. Android brought the ship down for a clean landing. I slipped on my jacket and lowered the ramp, beyond ready to get to the bottom of whatever the hell these fracking boss mystics were up to. No sooner had I stepped off the ship than I heard a familiar shout. Hot Reed! I whirled around to see Tana running towards me, scratched behind her. The relief that poured through me was damn near dizzying. She flung herself at me, and I wrapped her up nice and tight. Oh, holy frack. Your mom's going to be so glad to see you. We gotta go. Lana and Cedar are under attack by the boss. I can explain everything on the way. She didn't have to tell me twice. I got your gear in the cargo hold. Suit up. Scratch, can you get a message back to the Void Hound? They started blocking all communications a day ago. Figures. Akavi, Baldar, you and the Gormak hold this spot until I get back. I don't care what they have to do. You get me? <laughs> Tana came charging back down the ramp, slinging her sniper rifle over her shoulder. I fell into step with her, Andro at my other side. Okay, kiddo, start talking. When I arrived at Sobrick, Darth Lacherus, the governor of Balmora, was waiting for me. I'd gotten along quite well with her in the past. I was pleased that she did not challenge my power. More so when she kneeled before me. My lord. I motioned for her to rise and continued walking. Report? We maintain a tenuous hold on Yon's factory. And the resistance? I have identified its new leader. I even have his location, but... I lack the resources to capture him without endangering our hold on the factory. I could feel her anger. The former members of the Dark Council and the Sith military generals had slowly begun to seek more important targets elsewhere. Lacherus had been given orders to keep control of the planet with what she had, while the Republic began sending more frequent underground assistance to the rebels. I was going to change that. I intend for this to become the new front line. Corellia's lost, but I have delivered a surprise that will cripple their navy. In the meantime, contact General Pierce. Have him send from you, my army, only what you need to strengthen the defenses around the factory, then await further orders. Yes, my lord. I dismissed her, exiting the spaceport. The planet had value for two reasons. With the arms factory at my disposal, I could kick out hundreds of my HK-24 assassin droids. And when I killed the resistance leader for the galaxy to see, fear would run rampant. I would grant no mercy to the resistance fighters. They would become slaves to the Empire or die. Two dozen of my elite HK-24s, the ones we'd given the neural chipset to that wielded both lightsaber and blaster, marched behind me. Vet walked alongside them. Vet. Take a squad of the HKs and get the location of the resistance leader from Darth Lacherus. Bring him to me. Alive. Alrighty. She went to walk off, but I stopped her with a hand on her arm. She paused, canting her head at me curiously as I met her eyes. 
Fancito was struck down in cold blood by those who claimed to be of the light. Use your pain and let it fuel your anger. Do not grant any of those who beg mercy. Do not give voice to guilt. Soothe yourself in their deaths and remember you loved a Sith who would do no less for you. Vet's face hardened. She nodded tightly, snapped out a strong order to the HKs, and walked away with six of them. I smiled coldly, watching her. A young Imperial sergeant ran up to me. My lord? Speak. A Jedi is here to see you. She claims you will know her. Nadia Grell. Elijah's little mistress? I snapped my gaze to the sergeant. He'd been Jedi mind-tricked, I realized as I looked into his eyes. There was no other possible way a Jedi would have been announced instead of arrested. A feral feeling began churning inside me. I would turn her to the dark side now, make her an instrument in avenging Elijah's death. The small part of me that warned he would not approve was squashed so quickly. Bring her to the administration building. Moments later, I was standing in front of a map of Balmora, studying the positions the Republic and the Resistance currently occupied. Nadia walked silently into the room. I could feel her anger, her pain. As I slowly turned to face her, I realized they were directed at me. I quirked a questioning brow at her. Nadia said nothing, just stared at me with such hatred in her eyes. Whatever she was controlling finally snapped and she shoved off her cloak, withdrawing her lightsaber. I nearly laughed. Your jealousy drives you to act against me now that he's dead? You killed him! Is that what Zarin told her? That I'd struck Elijah down? Anger surged through me as I withdrew my saber, blocking her strikes. You have been played for a fool. I did not kill my husband. Lies! Zarin told me what you did! She kept attacking me, a fluid, deadly style that reminded me quickly of Elijah. It brought my own pain, heightening my rage. You made him pick sides, and when he wouldn't, you took him from me. I loved him! Oh, the stupid little tool. I could have perhaps coached her through all these volatile emotions I felt seething inside of her. I could have turned her as I turned Jaza, using her passion and jealousy against her. It wouldn't have been hard. Instead, I merely fought her, let her rage against me as I blocked her strikes without offering any counters of my own. In between strikes of her blade, she tried to attack me with violent bursts of the force, slamming her power into me. I took the first blow to test her strength, and it sent me back into the wall, ripping a harsh grunt from my lips. Elijah had been right to want to guide her. She was powerful, yet her emotions made her weak. With a cry that was more pain than rage, she came at me again as I got to my feet. I continued our little dance until eventually her strength left her, her tears robbing her of her endurance. She broke her own rhythm and fell to her knees, defeated by herself. She wasn't worthy. I sheathed my lightsaber. Walking past her, I stepped up to the hollow terminal. It took a few simple strokes to access my ship's mainframe. 
I played the hollow recording of Zarin and Elijah. Watch. Nadia lifted her tear-filled eyes. They widened. She gasped and clutched at her chest. No! Elijah, no! I was silent as I watched Zarin cut him down like he was nothing. Elijah, the best of us. Sometimes, the best of me. Why? Why would she? I withdrew my blade with one easy motion. Because he chose me. Before she could react, I shoved it through her heart. She was dead before she hit the ground. Calmly, I sheathed my blade. Join him in the force. My gift to you. I summoned the fool sergeant she had used the force on, and then I did the same. You will carry her to the Republic base. They will try to stop you. You will ignore them, continue walking, and allow them to shoot you. Do you understand? I will carry her. I will not stop. I understand, my lord. I waved him away. He picked up Nadia's body, his motions almost robotic, and walked out of the room. When I was alone, I looked back at the hollow terminal. For several seconds, I didn't move. I went to the keys again. A different hollow recording played. Elijah, Vancito, Lancoro, and Veltana stood there. The recording was old. Tana was only 10, Lencoro 12, Vancito 15. Happy birthday, Mom! Dad says you're older than the Sith Ruins. Are you that old? Mother, I've bested father in combat. Soon, I'll be the most powerful Sith in the galaxy. He's talking trash. You didn't beat me, Mom. And I can pull a blaster faster. You cannot. Can so! Why are you two so annoying? As you can tell, their training is very disciplined. We'll be home in a few days. Have a wonderful birthday, Larissa. I love you. Love you, Mom. I love, love you, Mother. You. The recording stopped. I pressed a button and zoomed in on Elijah. And I stared at my husband's face. His kindness. His unfailing acceptance. The peace he'd always found inside his passion that he shared with me. Oh, Elijah. There had been such a short time when I'd had everything. Elijah, Malavai, the children, the road in front of us, nothing but possibility. The silence echoed around me, taunting me, mocking me. I'd lost them. All of them. A sound of utter rage and anguish exploded from my mouth, the dark side coursing through my veins. I ripped the entire hollow terminal out of its fastenings on the floor and hurled it at the wall. It exploded, but I was already marching out of the room, using the force to shield me from the debris and the heat of the flames. I knew where the nearest Republic outpost was, and I was going to destroy it. Stay tuned for the conclusion of Legacy. The final two episodes will be longer affairs, so if you're listening on your commute, tell your boss you might be late the next two Tuesdays. 
I hope you've enjoyed listening to Legacy. Please remember to subscribe, drop us a review, and share this story with your friends. I also encourage you to come hang out with us. We've got a Discord server and soon we'll have a Facebook group. To join the Discord, click the link down in the description or go to dsc.gg backslash crystalsimagination. You can also join us Tuesday evening, 7 Eastern, 6 Central for the Legacy After Show, where I talk with the cast about the episodes and related topics. We do those on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash crystalsimagination, or just click the link down in the description. Episode 19 features voice performances by Jake Riker, Lindsey Gray, Tara, Rob Patrick, Joe Moyer, Alejandro Paz, Hannah Cardiac, Drew Barker, Tyler Frey, Bun Barian, Dahlia Thomas, Aurora Santos, Eliza Neal, Nikki G, Adam Corman, Rick Kirkby, and Crystal Storm. Sound work done by Hannah Cardiac and Crystal Storm. To view the full cast list, get your PDF copy of Legacy, and learn more about Crystal's sci-fi novels and other upcoming fiction podcasts, go to crystalsimagination.com. Legacy's theme song is composed by Daniel Cherlitza, titled Star Wars Dark Side Themes Reimagined. Additional amazing music tracks contributed to this episode, so please read the description for full credits and links to each track. Legacy is a work of fan fiction created inside the Star Wars The Old Republic universe. It is written, directed, and produced by Crystal Storm. The Daklin family are original characters created by Crystal. A big thank you to BioWare, LucasArts, and Disney for providing such a rich world to create it. I'm real tired of these freaking outsiders. Trying to have an opinion on Voss. All right, Zaren. Okay. I think I can do that. I think I'm some evil as fuck. How evil is evil as fuck? How evil people fuck? Ugh. Okay. Just pictured like, I don't know, someone evil fucking. It's probably not great. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. The first line outsiders do not know you're cocky like Zaren has no idea. She doesn't. Duh, because I'm the best, fair wind's the best. Let's get this. Let's get this bread.